All right, welcome to another episode of Upon Further Review. This ow, week, ow, ow. <laughs> we are talking about the 1976 Rocky. That was so good. eerily perfect. I know. Pitch on. <laughs> Pitch perfect. So who do we have on the show? Let's go around. Hi, I'm Crystal Teeny. And I'm Monica Pagliazzo. And Gary Allen, as yeah. usual. As usual. And I am Noah Kinsey. This Hi, r- Noah. Hello. Hello. It's really exciting. <laughs> Hi. Hi. It's really exciting because we have Crystal and Monique on here, and they have a short film they're going to be filming in Philadelphia. Yeah. So yes. that's awesome because that's where they're from. So do we want to talk about Turkey's Done a little bit before Absolutely. we get into this? Absolutely. Sure. Why, not? Why not? She's like, let us talk about ourselves. Hell yeah. Exactly. We're Let's do this. That's what we're here for. <laughs> so so did, what's it about? Yeah, I was curious. How did you guys come up with the concept of this? Wonderful right. film. <laughs> well, actually, uh, first, before Turkey's Done, we wrote a featured film called Shenanigans. And um, as you know, in Hollywood, it's sometimes a little hard to pitch your feature here and there and sometimes. everywhere. Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, playing very liberally with that <laughs> word. <laughs> I just started practicing my pitches on hobos because <laughs> they're probably right. used to be executives. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So from there, I said, you know what, guys, let's uh, why don't we write a short and then let's shoot the short. And use it as, you know, our little resume to pitch our feature. Mm. And um, from Shenanigans uh, spiraled, Turkey's done. And it uh, features one of them. Uh, one, our main character is Peaches Bracco. She's an Italian South Philly housewife. Crazy. Crazy out of her mind. <laughs> who just finds out that her husband is cheating on her. Oh, hell no. After and years of being away. He in, was uh, incarcerated for 10 years. Comes out for a few months and is already cheating on his wow, wife. Oh, Jesus. And it's Thanksgiving Day. And all someone ever wanted was Thanksgiving with her husband at the dinner table filled with family and friends. And she's waiting patiently, impatiently. I keep on saying patiently. It's not, she's not patient. Not in patient the least all. bit. <laughs> and uh, she's going to give him a Thanksgiving dinner he'll never forget. <laughs> oh, so let's just say exciting. that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and so far we have attached... Sherry Terry. Yes. She's exciting. Yes. Yeah, we have two other uh, pretty big Italian actors that we can't reveal yet, but we're having our fingers crossed that um, that, that works out and we'll have a star-studded cast. Um, yeah. We also have Natalie Garcia of Mob Lives that's already attached to it. Nice. She's yes. awesome, beautiful, and she will definitely add some fire to our film. Some flavor. Yeah. <laughs> just do you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just be yourself. You. That's it. Can you just read the lines convincingly? <laughs> that's all you need to She's do. She's so great. And she came up with this uh, little video, you know, when we made the announcement that Natalie was going to be a part of our uh, our short film, which was very sweet. She's, you know, a huge social media following. So we're really excited to have her as and her a, son and her son yeah, as a part of our cast. Like they're so they're so great together. They came up with this little idea themselves. Um, so check it out. And uh, so right now we're in the middle of this Indiegogo campaign. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Yes. Yes. Nice. It's been really fun. We've never done it before. And, you know, we were like, let's just do a campaign and see how it goes. And the amount of support that we've had so far between our Philly family and our L.A. family and just people everywhere that we don't even know. Right. Um, has been really overwhelming. Yeah. To say the least. Um, every day we like wake up to these emails like, oh, you have a new donation. We're like, oh, my God, how much is it from? <laughs> Who is it from? It's like Christmas every morning it for is. at least 42 yeah. days. <laughs> we, yeah, seriously. We're like, yeah, it is. more money. It is. You're so it's, right. You're so right. <laughs> and I know how it goes. this is the last week. So oh, all right, we are the last getting push. there. We're yeah. pushing. Right. Exactly. Pushing, pushing, yeah. You have like 70%, right? We are about 85%. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Last time I checked, it was 70. So that's awesome. Mo is up to the last penny every second. I wake up to like 30 text messages between her 
and my sister were on the group text, and I'm always the last to get to it. Jennifer's not here today, unfortunately. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's been Mo, Mo a, and I have been running around this country for the last week. This little press junket of ours. Yeah. <laughs> for our it's Indiegogo so campaign. It's, yeah, it's been so much fun. Yes, we, we had, had a good radio time. stations and yeah. So what are some of the perks stuff. that you get from uh, from the Indiegogo campaign? Good question. That's yeah. a really good question. Um, $25 will get you the free download. Say what? $100 will get you a signed copy of the script with, obviously, Sherry's you know autograph. But John Hancock. You never exactly. know who else is going to be on there. And, of course, <laughs> yes. Natalie Gershios. And then um, if you move on up to the thousand dollars which we like to call a g um, <laughs> <laughs> a g for, for a, g. a g a day a g for our campaign. a day um yeah so uh when, if you donate a thousand dollars you're an associate producer and then the big five g's you're an executive, executive. producer cool yeah. and executive producers out there we're welcoming you yeah with we, open arms. we'd love to see you, you hear that mom <laughs> love to hear it <laughs> <laughs> exactly so exactly. in last week you were in Philly doing a lot of press. Yes. How did that go? What all? We didn't what all sleep. Press did you That's do? how that went. We didn't sleep. We didn't sleep. <laughs> I just sense. came off the plane last night, slept a few hours. Now we're here. So, but it's been amazing. Everything yeah. has been great. We met with a lot of people yeah. last week in Philly who um, didn't know about you know what we were doing, and now that they do, like the word just keeps on spreading. And um, that we're hopefully, fingers crossed, already in some talks about shenanigans, the feature. Nice. So yeah, which it's really leading, awesome. which, 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 is, which is what we hoped what would happen right. yeah. from doing this. It's so it's so interesting nowadays, like how you can get a how you can get a, a film made, like a feature film, right? You usually it's amazing. back in the day, it's mm-hmm. like you either just pitch ideas to you know studios, studios or whatever, and they're like, right. yeah, that's great, or no, and then you get the, like this scenario with all of the. Um, Quentin Tarantino and those guys and then they made right. their independent films right. and they get distribution deals. Now mm-hmm. it's like yeah. we could just do stuff like this. We could. And exactly. I think I feel at least for me and like in my circumstances I've, I've done exactly what you guys have done Great. before already. Cool. And yeah. the thing is is um I ended up selling the feature film idea and then kind of working on something else Amazing. per se based off of like mm-hmm. a web series I did. Cool. Right. But it made it a lot easier to pitch those things right. when you have something yeah. tangible, like a proof of like yeah, right. concept together yeah. and everybody's like, oh yeah, I could totally see that. Because yeah. at least from what I've learned, Absolutely. those guys, they, it's very difficult for them to visualize. Exactly. You True. know, the, they can read the words, but most of the time they're just getting cliff notes from their mm-hmm. assistants anyway. Right. So if right. you can be like, no, look it, I know what I'm doing. I got this down. So I think it's a really good thing for you guys already, which is, Thank you know, you. good luck with all that Thank stuff. You. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was thinking about I was thinking about it this morning and you know places like Indiegogo and Kickstarter you know they haven't really actually been around all that long Mm -mm. but now 10 years yeah but now like think about all these opportunities you know that it has opened up for other people who never thought that they would have an opportunity either to get into the studio or if you didn't know someone um and even social media too Mm -hmm. we didn't have so how would yeah. we have done this without social yeah. media? I yeah. mean, how? Most of our money came in through Facebook. Through Facebook. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Some through YouTube, some through Twitter. Um, Noah has been helping us on, <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the Twitter spot. Yeah. Um, I know, dude. You got so many followers, man. Yeah. yeah. He does. He is up there. Yeah. But um, follow Noah Kinsey on Twitter. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Link will be in the description. But it's right. amazing how, how things like Indiegogo or Kickstarter you know, go, go off of like social media, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it all mm-hmm. kind of comes into one. It's, it's, it's so amazing to me because that's, it's our generation I feel now of filmmaking. And, you know, when we were doing research on Indiegogo and Kickstarter, a few like Academy Award, you know, shorts and things like that are all from Kickstarter and yep. Indiegogo campaigns. It's, yeah. it's actually amazing. Well, it's hard too, because I mean, if you already have like a 
uh, group of people that like the work that you already do. Mm-hmm. It's awesome because there it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. There's your network right out of the gate. Exactly. Instead exactly. of starting from the ground up and being unproven. Right. Well, check it out. I already got like, I don't know, 15,000 people that want this thing right now. Exactly. Yeah. And you're good to go. It's very so. grassroots, very organic. I love it. And yes. And it's a whole, yeah. it's a full-time job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what you were saying. Mo hasn't slept yet since the campaign started 20 some days ago. The research, before we even started the campaign, I mean, the research that goes into it, you know, you have to shoot your video. You have to write your, first you have to write your video. Right. You have to figure out what you want to talk about to create some sizzle. And how to convey it. And Mm -hmm. if you don't have your viewers in the first 30 seconds or the first five seconds at this point with, you know, us and how quick we are. I'll turn things off really fast. Me too. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it was we, really important to us, you know, to have our silly little video, um, you know, be something that's engaging and we're a comedy. So it needed yeah, it's to, a good it need to be funny. Set the tone. Yeah. It needs to be funny. It needs to be fast paced. <laughs> and um, so, you know, and then the strategy of what oh. is happening every single day of the campaign yes. and, you know, the whole press thing back in Philly wasn't even a part of the, you know, plan. We just mm-hmm. kind of it was thrown in there but you know we went with it because there were so many things like drawing us back to philly meetings right. and radio stations wanted to meet with us and things like that so you know you kind of have to sometimes deviate away from your strategy but it's important to have a strategy in place that was even yes. better strategy <laughs> yes <laughs> that was good you want me on your radio show mm, okay yeah. all, right. all right well we'll do it okay thank but it's you just different excuse me when um we were emailing people back and forth because there's some people in Philly that we actually had never had met, but they were so interested in our project and stuff like that, want to be involved. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we look at each other like, we need to go home. No, we need to, we need to go home. We no, let's go. We're going home. So in about two days, we booked our flight, and three days later, we were on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes all the difference in the world to be face to face with our Philly family that we had, don't even know. And now we're like super close to these guys within a couple of days, and they're just like crazy about raising us money and all this stuff, and we're just like really blown away but yeah. it makes a big difference to be face to face with somebody and you know have conversation and laugh with them and everything than just being like on the computer or text messaging like come on <laughs> hey i like right. your pictures you know right. like no you can like right. my instagram <laughs> pictures later yeah um we need to do this and be face to face and have a real connection totally yeah i yeah. think a lot of people don't understand that like probably 90 percent of your funding on indiegogo or kickstarter campaigns are usually coming from close friends and family yeah, yeah. like 90 percent of them yeah. is from that and then they trickle out so i found the most successful at least from the ones that i've done is i'm just mailing my friends and family first and just being like hey look at you know this is what i'm trying to do and you know they want to be supportive of you most of the time unless yeah. you're a fuck but i guess at the same time <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, then you're able to kind of you know start your campaign that way how long have you guys been running your guys's campaign for how many uh, days are we at Mo? um we are at uh like 22 Ooh, so nice. we're, this is the last week yeah everybody's nice. got a Jump on the in. home stretch. Yeah, this yeah. is it. All right, well, where can they find that? Where can they find the Indiegogo campaign? Um, so if you go to Indiegogo.com mm-hmm. and then you type in the search "Turkey's Done," it will pop up a nice little yellow label that says yeah. "Turkey's Done," and click on Bing. Back. Our feed is <laughs> back yellow. Now. All I see is thank yous with all the yellow with our logo like over and yeah. Over we thank everyone nice. on Facebook. <laughs> we try and thank people on Twitter and things like that because then it gets onto other people's pages. Totally. And so yeah. it's it's these little things that you know when you're. Trying to start an Indiegogo campaign that you know you're like oh I never even thought of that you know what I mean yeah so it's like start you should start your campaign on a Monday and try to end it on a Friday Mm -hmm. Friday is you know really big days because people get paid right so (laughs) all of a sudden super generous big announcement super generous everybody's drunk (laughs) right yeah but um you know there's not a like a you know there's there's not these pointers out there that that are there, you know, on Indiegogo or, you know, 
like right in your face. So, you know, you do your research and things like that. I, I found a lot of great research on uh, No Film School. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I love he's that He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's really cool, Ryan Koo. So, um, and he actually tweeted us back a couple nice. of times, which is shout very out. sweet of him. So, shout out to No Film School. Yeah, I've been yeah. following those guys since they started, like in the very beginning. Yeah, it was just a silly WordPress blog, and it was just him, and it was just him. Right, then, it was just yeah, him. Yeah, it's really, really. And neat. he raised one hundred and twenty-five thousand on Kickstarter. Oh for yeah, his for his first feature, feature. yeah, his basketball crap. feature, right? Yeah, nice. yeah. I have, I want to see his feature. I do so. too. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. They got a podcast now. Oh, do they? They do. This oh last God. year, they just opened up a new podcast. So they were at, uh, what is it, NAB? Is that what it is? The camera convention, NAB? Yeah. So they were at NAB this year in uh, CTN? No, not CTN. But um, he's, he's got a lot recording of great, a bunch with people yeah, over there. So. He's got a lot of cool, great information about you know Kickstarter, Indiegogo, everything, you know, little pointers on mm-hmm. crowdfunding campaigns in general. Right. And you know he posts other people's articles, how they found success, too. So... Um, I just think he's great. Yeah. yeah. Good good resource. Yeah. Exactly. Nofilmschool.com. Go to it. <laughs> nice little plug. Yeah, know, for right? him. We don't, know, thanks, know him <laughs> yeah. we don't we'll even know him either. We don't even know you, him. Ryan, but hey, <laughs> we're going to tweet you yeah. and we're going to plug you and thank you. So. Well, cool. That's exciting, guys. I wish you guys yeah. the best of luck for hey. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and for all Thank of our wonderful day. yet lazy listeners, we will have all of the links and everything in the description, <laughs> you so you fucks. don't even have to go to yeah. Indiegogo. You can just click on just it in the click description. It. Just click That'd it. That'd be great. We do that <laughs> Thank mainly for you my guys. grandma. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what's this app Safari on my phone? I don't know what it what is. What is this? So just push click it right anyway. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's go and talk about the film in your hometown. Let's yes. start talking about Rocky. Rocky. So, so what do we think of this? Uh, awesome. I love yeah. this movie. Yeah. I love this yeah. movie so much. Rocky. I teach. I teach screenwriting. Oh, cool! In oh, San Diego, and uh, <laughs> I showed this movie. We're te- learning the hero's journey, right? Love it. And I show this movie in class for their midterm, and they have to just break it down beat by beat, you know, mm-hmm. for the hero's journey. At the very end of the movie, I'm like glowing like a dad just watching his son <laughs> hit his first tee ball, and li- literally, I'm like, "What do you guys think? Those fucking kids, man! They're just like." Meh. Yeah, it's right. What? Uh, I know. What? I said, all you, you fuckers get asked. Thank you. It's yeah. such a hype movie. Like, how could you sit there how and can It ends on a fist fight. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, my God. How you just be like, meh. It does end with a fist fight, a big one. A big mm. fist fight, right? Yeah. I told Bloody them all. One. There's too many people sharing all these fist fights on the daily on this stupid Yeah, they're like, it doesn't yeah. look real enough. Yeah, yeah like. exactly. <laughs> what's, <laughs> the, what's the real uh, world star? World, world star. star. You know, it's not oh, world. Star. It's like the worst right. of the worst showing that stuff. Ugh, oh I hate God. that. <laughs> but that's that's just me being an old man. Where I'm like, there's too much negativity. Well, that's true. It's not though. Much. It is. I mean, it's. Uh, I hate this. <laughs> 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 but I mean, no. I was just having a conversation with one of my friends where I'm yeah. like, there's so much negativity has spread so much more in social yeah. media than anything oh else. So it's while it's done really great, like we're talking about with Indiegogo right. and other stuff, and there's a lot to go with social media, I feel like the majority of social media is just so Full of negative. Trolls? And well, not yeah, that too, that. but also posting things to make you outraged right. and yeah. condition you to feel outraged. And it's like, there's not enough <laughs> I know, like I feel like an old man, like <laughs> you kids, you. but like I really do feel like there's not enough day. like positivity and that's why all yeah, of my friends on Facebook are subject to me posting like puppy videos and stuff. Because I'm like, Makes sense. there needs to be happy. Aww. Like I have your True, daily no, dose of so happy. Because I'm like, you no, gotta, you gotta. We have need to that. keep it up. That's why you give me rainbows, <laughs> unicorns, <laughs> and rainbows all the time. That's why I have. So today I posted that video of someone in a T-Rex costume riding a horse. I thought it was, that was a real kicking T-Rex. a big ball. <laughs> no, 
Yeah, <laughs> during with the Jurassic Park awesome. music Candy, in the background. Right. <laughs> so stupid, but also wonderful. <laughs> but that's so sad. I love this movie. Totally, man. And I told them all, I'm like, you fuckers all get Eps. Like, every <laughs> one failed. of you. Failed. Yeah, Don't I did. I told it. them all. And they're on, like, what? Classic. Really? Uh, eh. Yeah, but if they were going to go to Philadelphia, what are they going to go see? Yeah, they're going to want to see the, the Rocky, Rocky steps. steps. Exactly. Yes. That's the first thing they're going that's to what, That was do. the first thing I did when I went to Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. years back. I'm like, There's I a lot of steps, though. I think I'd there have to stretch before <laughs> I ran up that thing. You know, I don't think I'm going to just do it flat out. You know how many times I've seen people run up the steps and jump up and down as soon as they get to the top? I'm like, Jesus. Uh, I go running on that trail. There's a trail there, a really pretty trail that leads up to the art museum steps. And you just see all the people like jumping up and down with their hands up in the air like, oh, shit, here we go. It's really Another one. It's really cool though, and it's really cool to see um, Philly on film. Yeah, and that's it's one of our big things city. that well, we're like super Rocky, excited. I mean, see. in Rocky One though, it was like oh, so well, that was dark, the... and I was like, "Ooh, okay. that was yeah. we the... are really dark." Yeah. But it was yeah. cool because it was like grungy and it's really like, gritty. He's rising from the bottom up to the top. So you know, running through what they call everyone you know not from philly would call the italian market we would call it ninth street okay yeah. well, ninth um, street we're going to ninth street, street. <laughs> <laughs> get our produce and the, you know there's the butcher shop and things like that up ninth street and it's tons still, of italian everything up there italian names italian sausage meatballs i know <laughs> your pasta i took my girlfriend there for the first time she's, she's from la and i brought her there last year for the italian festival up ninth street nice it's actually nice. happening next week in philly and you know everybody no, comes it. out she's like i've never seen we are i've never seen so many italian names in one place it's giordano's it's Ippolito's, it's esposito's so yeah. you know isgro's and you know lorenzo's it's just like Everything. out of control so many italian names where when rocky is running oh, down my so street cool. you see like the fires in the yeah. street and they yeah, still do nice that street. in the winter oh, time yeah. to stay really? warm the people outside they, they work outside from like five o'clock in the morning till There's like fish everything's displayed three outside, or four so in the afternoon yeah. they're outside all day in that freezing cold and the only thing they have is the, those fires that's out so there. cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that's it's the real deal. deal. Only hobos yeah. do that over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're at panhandling for change. Like, sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty amazing. But I was like, yeah, oh my God, it looks so cool. And, you know, it's just so old school, you know, because the first mm-hmm. one was, what was it, in the 70s? 76. Yeah. yeah. It was, I was like, oh my God, it's crazy. And how long, you know, Stallone has, this is a franchise. I mean, here yeah. we are with, with Creed. That just oh came out God. last year. Was that so number so five or something? No, that's number seven. Seven? seven. That's seven. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There was five right. that were the numerals, then Rocky Balboa. Right. Yeah. Creed, Creed was amazing. awesome, by the way. Oh, so good. Oh, Creed God. was good. I was so excited to see it. Creed, Creed gave me chills. Yeah. yeah. I was. I mean, I was curious enough to be like, is it, is it really going to be that good? But I like Michael B. Jordan, and I like yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the director. He did... Um, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Fruitvale Station. and He's going to be doing Black Panther. I know. I'm so excited about that. Oh, yeah. I know. Like that. And um, Michael B. Jordan's going to be in it. I know. Oh, I know. But I love for a while, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's there the new is. Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, right. and right. Scorsese and Leo. Leo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel yeah. like he's like our modern day um, Spike Lee. Coogler? You know, yeah. Coogler. Yeah, I can see You know that. what yeah. I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. He's kind of coming A little bit more that. mainstream. Sure. I kind of I mean his first films were really interesting though. Like his first films were super super interesting. Yeah. Um, out of USC, but um 
his style, I think, is kind of mm-hmm. reminiscent mm-hmm. of like that urban culture, which works really, I really love, well. I oh, love the God. We've gotten away from movies like that that yeah. were so Tell amazing, like do the right thing. Character driven. I love seeing those urban films, and that's what we're hoping to do with you know yeah. Turkey's Done and and Shenanigans is bring that back, and nice. you know with some Italian actors too. So <laughs> yeah, you know we were thinking we were talking about that on the way here, and it's like you know we've gotten like when you if you were to Google like Italian actors, of course you're going to see up De Niro yeah. and you know Pacino and um you know paul servino and chaz palmentieri mm-hmm. you know and, and marissa tomei of course for female actresses and everyone from the sopranos but right. since then you know since yeah, sopranos you know we've we've haven't had like really a any really great yeah. mobster italian film yeah that's urban, true urban feel to it so we're i ready. feel like the yeah. short film area though has kind of took all those movies oh I've really seen so many short films that are just about mobs really? i want to see them so yeah, tell many. us which one <laughs> i'll send I you guys some i need to see how legit these are I wanna some of them are interesting i want to see the quality control i want to see the good ones, the good ones. <laughs> i'll send you a couple that i've seen cool. some of them are pretty interesting really? there was one they did a they did a 15 second short film um Literally 15 seconds, wow. and all it was was like, where's the girl? And all he does is lift up a bag with like a bloodied head in <laughs> oh it, <my laughs> and God. done, and that was it. Okay. And it's just oh, like right. these really interesting short films right. like that. So right. I want to see them just, I mean, yeah. a lot of people are like, is it really like that where you're from? Like, is it really like Sopranos and stuff? And like, we really did grow up in that, and being that in the mafia was um, normal. It was yeah. just like, okay, yeah. It's, an it's a subculture. So yeah. I would love to see some of these films and just see how realistic they are. Right. I'll tell exactly. You. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal will give them her regular. But you guys didn't know that you guys were growing up in that type of area until you got older, right? It was us. just like, this is just family. We always yeah. get together and it just it oh, is the yeah. way it is, you know? There were so many traditions yeah. and things like that. Well, I, I grew yeah. up over here in like the Mexican culture like that. Right. You know, all, my, all my friends and cousins and stuff like that they're all like gangbangers basically but right. you know you're on a you're at Sunday birthday or a you right. know a baptismal and then you're bouncing in a bounce house with some dude that probably slashed somebody in prison right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. I didn't even know that I'm like the tacos are good that's all that matters right. that's all and this is this it's is a fun normal. party yeah exactly yeah yeah I mean you know growing up Italian and from our neighborhood we still follow so many traditions like that are yeah. around the holidays and and things like that and yeah mm-hmm. it's just normal for us do you guys play yeah. into some of those traditions in your guys's movie we do of course yeah, yeah. every cool. last one <laughs> nice. shenanigans <laughs> shenanigans takes you through all of them okay Actually, the girl the yeah. four girls will follow holiday all the traditions can you say what the premise of it is or are you keeping that close to the chest um we could talk about oh, yeah. shenanigans okay. yeah no problem yeah. i mean i was always curious I oh mean, yeah i've um, known you guys for a couple of years and i've been like what's if it follows, um, Ava DeLuca is our main character in Shenanigans. All this is based on real life. <laughs> but there is a Biopic. lot of... Biopic. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of um, segregation still in, you know, in and around our neighborhoods in, across the country and mm-hmm. especially in Philly and things like that. So she's pretty much done and over all of the segregating and the, the segregation and the fighting. So she wants to put an end to it because the Italians are against the Irish. And... Um, you know, she dates the Irish boy secretly. Um, and you'll have to see how it all plays out in the long run. But it yes, follows but nice. it follows her and her, her three other friends through these very important traditions that are important to us. And from going South to Philly. an all-girls high school, which we both yes. went to, and I hate Catholic. it. Catholic. Catholic high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't Even forget. better. You're just making it sound more and more Don't fun. Don't forget yeah. Catholic. I mean, like, telling the, the sh- very short um, little snippet of it, doesn't do it any justice because it's so colorful. All the characters are insane and out of their minds. Yes. Mm-hmm. We know all these people. So we're like, we have to make this character based on this person. Oh, my God. We have to do this. We have to do this. And so it's really hard to, you know, explain See to you guys colors. exactly just how crazy it was growing up where we came from. 
Yeah. Um, it wasn't normal. A lot of really strong <laughs> women that we've been around our whole lives. And that's why we have four girls, you know, kind of taken over and, and taking situations into their own hands that they probably shouldn't be. Nice. But uh, they're badasses yes. and they'll kick anybody's ass. And, that's and they don't what we're care. Gonna do. We're going to nice. kick ass. But it comes down to, of course, family <laughs> and friends are, you know, first. Right. And that's mm-hmm. most important. And you're going to do whatever you can to help them. Right. You know, it's kind of cool, too, because I like that it's rooted around four women instead of adding, you know, the other end of it where most of these types of movies are made with dudes or whatever. Right. You know, yeah, it's right, like, right. I'm tired of all those movies, man. I've seen that <laughs> shit before. You know, give me something different. So right. this sounds really, really from unique. the female point of view. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I grew up yeah. in a house of 12 people. Wow. Yeah. A lot of damn people. And I was raised by single mom, pretty much. And my grandmother, and my aunt, you know, so strong like a lot, a lot of strong, you know, Mexican women. Yeah. So I can totally relate to they that. They get stuff. it done. Fucking right. They, get it yeah. done. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a choice. They do not fuck around, man. Like it's amazing. Yeah, my parents were gnarly. Like they would scold me before I even did anything wrong. <laughs> you know, they, I'm just like, what is that for? It's like what you didn't do just yet, so don't fucking do it. <laughs> right. You know, so yeah. right. and did you do it? No. See? <laughs> I already got scolded. <laughs> that works. I don't want a second See, scolding. My brother would have done it. He would have done it all. That's oh, what my yeah. brother did. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't give a shit what you say. I'm going to do whatever I want. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. That's what happened to my brother, too. But then he, then my mom was like, all right, fuck you then. <laughs> he was homeless for two years. <gasps> oh, my God. Kicked his ass to the tough fucking love. curb. Super it's, tough it, love. Yeah. Kicked his ass to Sometimes the curb. My brother learned to it do. tough. Now he's working for a real estate company, making good he money. He learned his lesson. He did, most definitely. Good for him. But Go brother. Good mom. Yeah, 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 exactly. That was like the hardest thing for her to do, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how many moms, you know, suburban housewives out here ain't doing that shit? And they're just like, Mm -mm. oh, you got a drug problem? Here's more money. Yeah, the enablers. We've all been through it. (laughs) Right? We've been through it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, my mom is pretty, pretty gung ho about that stuff. We couldn't do anything unless we got. Uh, like B's at least wow. in school. Oh so we had to get report amazing. cards every weekend, every Friday, unless we wanted. And then for me, I always wanted to go to the movies anyway. So like every Friday, I was at a theater, you there know, you go. watching whatever was there. And I couldn't go one time because I got a C in like I don't know math. Oh my goodness! And my mom was like, no, I would can't have never go. gone to the movies then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom was just like, like ah. <laughs> so back to let's, let's yeah, bring it back to Rocky. Yes. Yeah, yeah, good old Rocky. So what do you think? I loved it. I mean, truthfully, I had never seen these movies until about three years ago. Wow. Oh um, God, you're blasphemy. Out on a lot of I know. But yeah. okay, so in my defense, growing up, I was never much of a sports like okay. guy when it comes to like I love going to games and I love the mm-hmm. experience of it. Right. Um, but just on TV I never watched sports. It just to me as a kid it felt like a brand new rerun. You right. know, where right. it just really didn't do much for me. So for the longest time I would avoid sports-based movies thinking Mm. "Mm," you know it's just not gonna be for me right and then i watched uh these did you not like mighty ducks growing up i did like (laughs) mighty ducks but come on come on son (laughs) that's wow yeah mighty ducks is great i never saw the third one though because i had a hard time like how why is your next challenge after defeating the world defeating uh upperclassmen bullies like to me that was kind of like going backwards struggles real though bro whatever (laughs) um but uh, but no, like I hadn't seen it f- until about three years ago, and I just 
I was like, I have to watch it because I love Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. And he's a genius. I mean, if you hear this guy talk on the fourth Rambo movie in the special features, he has a video diary from it. Oh. Because he wrote and directed it as well. And he's I'll just I'll have to watch it. Brilliant. I haven't watched Rambo in yeah, forever. Oh, the fourth one's amazing. Rambo. Fourth one's amazing. It's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. The middle one's meh. But, um, <laughs> the first one's amazing and the fourth one's amazing. But the video diary, he was just super articulate super smart smart just, guy yeah i mean yeah. pretty much the opposite i feel like rocky gave him that image of being just kind of oh hey, yeah, hey, you yeah, know exactly. the dumb lug but that's a character yeah it's you know yeah. and but it, but so you don't i think it was like judge dread that did it or well that didn't help <laughs> tango and cash that didn't help either oh, or rhinestone <laughs> where he's singing country music with dolly parton wasn't the best wow. stop or my mom or shoot i i like that one as a kid um well. over the top <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it wasn't those movies though at all. But no, but I feel no, like he got this not. like meathead image from the <laughs> right, Rockies. Right. You right, know, right. um but because I respect him I'm like I'm just going to sit down and watch it. So I watched the first Rocky movie and then I just pretty much didn't stop and watched all of them and just Yeah. I love yeah. them. I think that they're just amazing. They're even more than a sports movie. And oh, so, yeah, because it was not about the boxing. None no, of it was about boxing. Not, no. no. And that's one of the things I love about the Rocky movies that and the third and the fourth one, the one where he's against Mr. T and then the <laughs> one where he's against Ivan Drago, yeah. where those kind of lose me is the point of Rocky isn't about whether or not he wins or loses. Right. right. And those two movies, it kind of mattered. But it's like, mm-hmm. that's not the point. The yeah. point is... Yeah, but he had to win for different reasons, though. Like, one, he was avenging his best friend's death. Right. You know, the right. other one, he yeah. was... It was all about money issues, wasn't it? With uh, no, which was, was the one with the oh, that was like the five, five, five was the money issue where <laughs> yeah, he uh, was training it. the <laughs> the mullet kid. Yeah. Um, but no, like so, so for me, it's all about the spirit. It's about mm. like the underdog yes. putting yourself on the line, mm-hmm. and that I was amazed with Creed that that followed that same theme. Oh my god! Like yeah. it doesn't so matter if you win or yeah. lose. It's mm-hmm. about proving something to yourself mm-hmm. that yeah. you matter. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like the most American film. Yeah, it right. is. Like on that list, it the really AFI is. list that you've been plugging through, like if there is any like quintessential American anthem, it's so true. for cinema is either Goodfellas, <laughs> which is my favorite film. By the way. <laughs> I love Goodfellas. Oh my god, my and, favorite and Rocky, favorite film, right? Yeah. And then there's yeah. Rocky. That is just like we as Americans feel like we are all the underdogs and right. we're all kind of climbing our way out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And what right. I love the most about his character, Rocky's character, is he just tried to be a good person all the way through this yeah. movie. He yeah. did. You know, even so. doing bad things like being kind of a lackey for a, you know, a dude collecting debts or whatever. Yeah, sh- the sh- for the loan sharks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, the that scene, it's really interesting to me, that whole scene that tends to happen, that happened in that moment because you have a guy that's basically doing something kind of... Society sees as bad, bad. Right? right? Like, oh, this guy collecting money. But then in the moment, he's he's working with this guy. He's like, oh, you're not going to break my fingers. He's like, come on, where's the money? Right. And he's like, no, I can't. I, I don't have the he's money. He's still giving the guy the benefit, the of, benefit the of the doubt. The benefit of the doubt. He takes whatever he has left, and he's just like, no, I'll break my own fingers. They don't even have to know or whatever. Yeah. And then when he gets caught, the best part, the line that what he says when he gets caught, he's just like, well, I was just thinking, like, if I break his hands and he can't work, then he gets fired, then you don't even get paid. Like, it's a very logical moment yeah. of, you know, it was it was drawn out exactly, yeah. and he extrapolated out to see like, well, it doesn't benefit us in this way. And right. you get to see the heart and soul of who that guy is, and he's just mm-hmm. in a bad way. Maybe he's not smart enough for a bigger job, or just like what well, you know, dealing with the hand that he's fed. You know, I mean, his character is so tragic to me, or at least just very sad because I feel like he's smarter than he gives himself credit for. But he was raised 
with family saying you're stupid. Right. right. You're dumb. Like you're not going to amount to anything. And I mean, after a while, you're going to believe that. Especially yeah. well, if you're exactly. That as which a is kid. the reason why they bring in Adrian's character, because yeah. that is the quintessential antithesis to him at the mm-hmm. same exact time yeah. right like he's somebody that's showing a woman that gets beat down by Polly, saying that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> he really Polly. he did really beat up on her in that first oh, yeah, one totally. i forgot all about that yeah, yeah so i mean she's that's why she's so shy because she got yeah. raised by a brother an alcoholic brother that's telling her that she's no good she's nothing you're never gonna find he a hates man. his you never, life exactly. exactly that's why like i hate his character but i'm like but it's so real because yeah. that's when yeah, people who are miserable are going to lash out to anybody. Take it out on someone else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And she's going to be around. Where's she going to go? So that's who he. Especially out of years of being told that you're worthless. Yeah. Where else is she going to go? She doesn't feel like she can go anywhere else anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then the beautiful thing is you got Rocky that comes in and he's the only person in her life that says you're beautiful. You're somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and he's giving that when he's the one that needs it the most at the same time. Yeah. But I love her character because of that. And she's not like she's pretty. Right. Like, right. Yeah. She's a pretty, pretty lady. But they keep her pulled back they, so they much. Her and they show her mm-hmm. in a beautiful and a completely different way. Yeah. And the way that she just like looks at Rocky or the way that she just rests on his chest while they're sitting there at the couch. Like that's yeah. such a cool thing to have because I feel nowadays you get these like super pretty you know models or whatever you know yeah like Robbie Margot Robbie Mm -hmm. right like she's gorgeous yeah but she's gorgeous. You could just be in that moment. And you're like, oh, she's pretty. And yeah, you lose exactly. sight of just like who that woman is. And mm-hmm. I feel like when you dress that up, and they didn't do that this way. You really kind of got the essence they, of who she they was. They really thumped yeah. her up in the beginning. And oh, then yeah. He, then he took her glasses off, and it was like so cute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really sweet. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I hadn't seen it in a really long time. So seeing her character, you know, and how she, you know, he was there for her and she was there. It was just very... It was very sweet. Yeah, they needed each other. Yeah. That was the coolest thing. And they found each other right across the street from one another. Exactly. So That's how it happens in Philly. You <laughs> 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 don't even know who's around. Yeah. It's like, and you're dating the boy around the corner. Yeah. You know, your houses are back to back. Mm-hmm. You don't even know who's on the other street. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this street's ours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed here. That's funny. Like yeah. kind of going off of what you're saying, um, I felt like this was... Like, this is the perfect couple. I mean, this is mm-hmm. ideal. Um, I mean, it might be a little bit of my own bias when it comes to watching films, but I feel like a lot of times you have the films where someone has to choose their career or right. or family or love. Yeah. Or, and you have the... familiar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, you know. But, but like in movies, because, you know, there's that Midwest mentality of like family comes first as opposed to why don't, you know, why can't your career and personal life be a priority? Mm-hmm. Right. Why does it have to be one or the other? So, so often movies tend to default to like family's more important. Right. And, um, you know, and you have just in real life, you have the couples where, you know, either... Someone's unconditional but doesn't want you to necessarily succeed because they're paranoid that you're not going to take them with them. Or you have the people who are super critical. And what I love about this is, you know, and and you hear Mickey say, like, women make your legs weak or whatever. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? (laughs) But, But he's wrong about her. And I feel like, you know, it's taken me a couple times to watch this to realize kind of what he means. 
because it would be so easy. Like, yeah, Rocky gets a girlfriend, and she thinks it's cool. Oh, it's cool. He's a boxer. But after a while, she's going to not like that. She doesn't care that he's a boxer. Well, no, not her. But I'm saying in general, theoretically, what can happen to just, let's say, any boxer. Got it. Um, you fall in love with someone, all of a sudden that person isn't really super thrilled that you're getting your pay, your your face punched in. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. they're going to be like, do you really have to do this? You know, I'm really worried mm-hmm. about you, things like that, which would really mess with your head. Mm-hmm. So that would make you kind of weak. And so I can see on that end, like Mickey's like, mm, be careful because right. romance can make it where what are you fighting for? And I think the brilliant thing about this is she's always super supportive. Yeah. yeah. And she's yeah. even in the series, the only time she's ever objecting to him fighting is when it's like a health issue. Right. In the second movie, it's like, your eye's really bad. You don't want to go blind. And then there's <laughs> right, right. number five where it's like, you have concussions from yeah. the Russian dude bashing your face in you know it was never about actually boxing it was all about his just his well-being yeah but i just i think it's so beautiful that you have this relationship where they both want each other to succeed and they both grow together like they don't change for each other they blossom together right and that's they both do yeah they both do and even at the end she's no longer her mousy little like meek whatever she's she's still her Mm -hmm. and she's Mm -hmm. coming to her own he's given her the confidence in who she is as she has done for him and i think that that's beautiful and that I don't see that a lot. Yeah, in I was gonna films. say, does, does relationships like that exist today? I mean, I, I would like to find one. Yeah, you and me both. Me <laughs> <laughs> and my wife been together since we were sixteen. Oh my oh, god, I love it. I love it. Yeah, so we've been together. I love that. Fourteen years. It's now. Amazing. And we yeah. just got married two years ago. Oh Congratulations. Been, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I feel how, like and that's how they are, and that's yeah. awesome. Right. That's what everybody should have. That's what I want to find. Exactly. That's what everybody should have. Where it's like, let's grow together and let's succeed together and celebrate our accomplishments mm-hmm. and it's just it's so rare now it's, yeah and i i mean i don't know and well, i just interactions are surface these days you know like yeah. with twitter i mean twitter tinder and all that type of stuff it's yeah. like well, let's meet up so we can fuck it's so shallow <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no you can't build a relationship on just fucking yeah exactly. well and you you hear people saying i want to find a genuine connection but yet on the same token, people are so conditioned to the instant gratification of social media that right. they don't realize it actually takes work. Yeah. And actually takes time to yeah. build something and there's gonna be Definitely. highs and lows and how many times know. did Rocky go into that pet store? Every day. Oh, every yeah. day. Every Until day. Until she said yes. Until she with said his yes. with his lame jokes that exactly. I love. Oh, his lame it's jokes. Like, mm-hmm. His jokes so were cute. great. He would talk like, to all the animals. It was so mm-hmm. cute. I love how he did that. Yeah. Like, he just came into his turtle and his fish. Yeah. We go and get you your buddy. <laughs> Don't these <laughs> birds look like candy? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> they really do not. <laughs> I but it was cute. You know, so I mean, cute. it was just very tender. Right. So, but yeah, I just, I love their story and I think it's, Agreed. I, I want to see more of that in film and in real life it would be super. There we right, go. Right. Yeah. Now, I think the hard part for me looking at this story, you always have your antagonist and then you have your protagonist. Obviously our protagonist is Rocky, right? Right. I had a hard time finding who the true antagonist was throughout this thing. Because at first, you know, your initial instincts go to Apollo. Mm-hmm. But, but he's, he's not. not. He's, he's a good he's dude. He's a good dude, and he yeah. gave this guy an opportunity, and he was just raring. He, he's a showman. That's what he yeah. is. He's a businessman yeah. and a showman, and he wanted to make a good fight. I mean, they become best friends later on because of this fight. So I never right. felt like he was the antagonist. Right. The closest thing that I can find was the antagonist was Polly in some sense, but even, so even, even more over, well, he wasn't Rocky's direct antagonist. Can, no, they were friends. Yeah. You know, you can, know? can the protagonist be 
be the antagonist all in one? Yeah, Maybe I mean, my assumption is that his, you know, the ongoing theme of like rising above yourself because all right. the self worth and doubt and all mm-hmm. that stuff that felt to me more of the antagonist throughout the film. But I was kind of curious what you guys thought. Yeah, I mean, I, now that I think about it, yeah, I probably gave him some, you know, some push, little, but not, yeah. not much. But I mean, I feel like it was more of himself, you know, believing like in himself. I, I like that well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just you know. Think about it. You're sometimes you're your own worst enemy in oh, real life. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you are. So if you can get past yourself, and you can believe in yourself, that's when you can get other people on board. Yeah, totally. And I think he was the protagonist and the antagonist. Yeah, I would. I would mm-hmm. agree. I mean, that yeah. the speech in the trivia. I mean, we'll kind of just jump to that. But there was the scene <laughs> right before he was going to fight, uh, where he just laid out to Adrian just all of his insecurities and fears and, fears and all right. that stuff. And I feel like that was the statement of what the antagonist was. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't, it wasn't so obvious in the movie because regardless of him feeling that way, he was still always pushing himself to try right. and just yeah. keep going. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's a huge anchor. And I feel like that was probably the antagonist. Mm-hmm. And that's why it didn't matter whether or not he won or lost. It was right. pushing He just himself. wanted to go the distance. He yeah. just did it. it. Oh yeah. my God! When he's doing yeah. those one arm push-ups, I'm like, Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, uh, like, that's how I felt too. So, I was like, Damn. Yeah, I just get great montage. Take uh-huh. it on, and then you know he's doing his running, and uh, I just love the whole every single Rocky movie. My favorite part is the training. Is yeah. the training the montage intense, the intense, the intense yeah. training? Every training Mickey. montage we have now in movies is because of Rocky yeah. training montages. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mickey like, is screaming at the top of his lungs, and you're like, Scream louder, man! <laughs> 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 you're definitely cheering on. Hi. Yeah. Love that part of Rocky. It's mm. my favorite part. But I love that it's just such a family film. Like my nephew, he's eleven, and he watches. He'll sit there all day and watch all the Rocky movies, and it's right. just like, oh, I like him already. Yeah, uh, you Seems know, like a good dude, Luciano. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, Luchan. Um, <laughs> but you know, it just gives you this drive inside of you. Like no matter what age you are, like you're just like you know you want to fight for something and. You know, my nephew's not always confident, like, in his sports and things like that. But, like, after you watch a, a, a movie like that, like, you want to just get up and you want to do something. Well, the no fun- matter what it yeah. is. Right, yeah. yeah. And the good part is, is maybe I'm not good at it. Like, that's the other thing. Because he never thought, like, Rocky, that's the what I love the most. Is like, mm-hmm. he never thought he was that good at it. He just right. worked harder than everybody yeah. else. Right. right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though he didn't win at the very end, it was just getting through that fear. And even within that, like, especially. But he went way nephew. farther than anybody thought he would. Yeah, exactly. Right. Apollo thought he was going to take him out in the third round. Yeah, and, and he, he went hung, 15 rounds. And he, hung, he hung in there. Yeah. I mean, the same. Yeah. When I was thinking about Creed, like Creed was the same thing. It was all about. 100%. That's what. That's what you know. Stallone, and at the end of the know? movie, there was a mutual yeah. respect with the other fighter. Where he's like, "You're the future." Yeah, right, you right. know. And and even in that movie, holy crap! When in the final fight, where he's like, "What are you fighting for?" And he's like, "That I w- that, what do you say? Like that I wasn't a mistake, yeah, right. or something like that." I was he like, was like trying. Oh, to prove. like that's the antagonist yeah. of Creed, and it felt the same in this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Did. They carried it through, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, because everyone's calling him a bum. Even at the beginning when I don't r- fully Even understand why Mickey took his locker. But like when he's like, because you're a bum. I mean, <laughs> because he wasn't going to do anything because he was just coasting like he had all this greatness around. Mickey, yeah, yeah, Mickey was, you know, him. yeah. And Mickey yeah. knew. I, I think but Mickey th- never did anything for yeah. him. That's a crazy thing. Yeah. Well, because I think Mickey just he's seen these types of guys come and go like there's all this talent that's just going to be wasted mm. you know you got a guy that's coming in here working he comes in you know punches a bag you know kitty paws at a speed bag or something like that and then he's out you right. know i know a lot of people like that in right and they're I'm probably sure really fucking that. talented yeah no they could be so really much, talented so much um talent and they don't believe in themselves because you're from an inner city and you're like well i can't ever get out of here mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's like great to watch 
a movie, like especially with our city, and and just you know watch someone like grow to their own success and surpass like what they thought they could never do. Right. They can mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, anybody, anybody can. Yeah, literally. Anyone. Yeah. Unless you're stupid. Yeah. But there you go. even still, I've seen stupid people <laughs> Dude, run for president. By the way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> another, yeah. Another story. That's <laughs> a whole other podcast. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but totally. I mean, I think the for for Rocky, the other element is is like he was afraid from the get-go. I think he was Absolutely. afraid of yeah. his own yeah. success and what yeah. he could actually truly honestly do. And when you have tons of people around you that are saying you're a bum, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to be like, well, maybe I am and maybe I'm not going to do it, you mm-hmm. know. But at the same time, he pushed through all that fear to kind of take that fight on. And I was like, that is like the quintessential American spirit, in my opinion. Absolutely. Push through even though you're afraid. Yeah. I mean, we're all afraid. We're, we're, we're so afraid to take risks and yeah. things like that and put yourself out there, you know, in, you know, in t- your feet in the water, even right. scary. Well, even like yeah. people like us, we all write movies, we make movies, right? And everybody around us are probably just like, "Oh, that's a tough business to get into. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a tough yeah. life. It's a tough life." What are you yeah. going to fall back on? It's yeah, like, no, exactly. no. There's no, there's no, no falling B back. Plan. Exactly. You know, I got yeah. an A plan. This is it. Know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, his so. whole story around, you know, before he even made it with the script, and everybody yeah. told him it was garbage, and yep. you know, horrible. Yeah, the and whole he, story with his dog. What happened with his dog? He sold his dog, or yep. something. Yeah, he, he sold, sold his dog. dog. It, it's such an incredible and story. And Thank God. For like 10000 or something yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. It's just so crazy. <laughs> Such a He did it, know. though. But then he played himself <laughs> the whole time. Exactly. He, just, he played himself through that whole thing. He knew every single beat. The funnier part to me, though, is they called him the Italian Stallion initially, but I think that was his mm. porno name. <laughs> 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 he did porno first, right? right? He did softcore. He did softcore wow. porno. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he didn't Ladies, that. anybody want to see his ass? <laughs> oh my like, god, oh. that's right, he did. Yeah, they called him this Italian stallion. Yes, wow. You got to pay for that apartment somehow. Wow. He's that's so funny. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> celebrities that did porn before they made it. Cameron Diaz did porn. Really? Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, I never even knew that. Brad Pitt was a driver for a porn agency for a while. Wow, you know? that's amazing. They probably kept asking him, like, "Come on, let's see that guy." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "No, no." <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No, I bet he's <laughs> glad he didn't do it now. You know, you can make more money being driven around than yeah, driving us driving around. Exactly. Around. <laughs> 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 time. Wow. That's amazing. So we all love Mickey, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I could take him or leave him. Really? Oh, I yeah. love him. Yeah, I love him. I could take him or leave him. All he did was just growl at him the whole time. He's like, and then Rocky just kept punching harder. Right. He was like a chain-smoking Jiminy Cricket. I <laughs> I loved it. Oh that is true. my god, that's <laughs> amazing! That's the best. <laughs> we gotta make that a t-shirt. <laughs> like, that's like the best. Smoking Jimmy Cricket. That's a win. I, I mean, I see why he's there, most definitely. But I could take him or leave him. I, the other um, films that he's in, I like him better because now he's really kind of coaching him through. Right. Because you bypass all the montage. He doesn't really give him yeah. that much of a, a nugget. All he really does to come in is he. He basically comes in to be like, Rocky, you could do this, and I'm here to back mm-hmm. you. He's like the first person to support He's the guy position. holding him accountable for his training. Exactly, for the first time. And supplying the chickens. Right. The only the thing chickens. That, <laughs> the, yeah. Still yeah. Yeah. the only thing that I didn't like, though, is that he came in right when he got that fight, though. So it almost felt like he was doing it for himself at first. I but think then... so. I mean, I think, didn't he say that in the whole thing? Like, just, he's been doing this for so long, and I think he saw this as a way not only to help Rocky, but also to kind of validate what, because he's kind of been coasting. What? He's just right. training schmucks in his gym for mm-hmm. so long. I mean, yeah. after a while, I mean, for some people that might not feel like m- much greater meaning. If right. you're just right. seeing yeah. these people come in and out and mm-hmm. just like to your point earlier, where it's just 
come in, hit the heavy bag, and then they leave. I mean, yeah. how monotonous and just nothing would that feel where this is right. just something where he said he always believed in Rocky, but not that I much. think he, I mean, taking his locker away, I think that was a... I think that was a moment for him to s- let's see what he does. Kind of like yeah. shitter, shitter, you know what I mean? Like he's testing exactly. him a little bit when he says like let's let's let me I'm going to take his locker and let's see if he comes back and he still hits it or is he just going to walk out? Right. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to take like that. that loss. Yeah. And that, that's what that scene's so important, at least in my opinion. Absolutely, you know? it was a very important scene. Yeah. So what was funny is I didn't notice it until watching it for this. But do you remember in the sixth movie where there was where he has the restaurant? And there was a guy that used to be a former boxer named Spider that uh-huh. like was eating for free, and then at one point he's down there like washing dishes. Mm-hmm. That's the guy he fights in the very first fight. That oh, was is Spider, it? the oh, one where yeah. he won like twenty bucks for fighting at the very oh start. Right. I'm like yeah. that's the movie that the guy is from. Yeah. Nice. So okay. these movies have really tied, like worked they really hard to tie. I just assumed it was yeah. some guy he fought that we never saw in movies, but mm. that was the guy. Spider. Yeah, I remember that's that now. Crazy. Wow. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's just really I love funny. how they're all just so. It's a world like yeah. it's all connected. I mean, well, the first act's like forty five minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> first, I'm like, damn, this is a long first act, you know? Right. Um, they could I'm, do that with movies back then. They could. Make they could do that with slower. movies now. To be honest with you, people just gotta get off their high horse because there's movies that are out there that are two and a half hour. I mean, you sat through a two and a half hour American. Captain America Civil War movie, you know? <laughs> but that had way more action than the first Rocky. <sighs> yeah. I just think most people now are conditioned to jump cuts, faster cuts. Right. Oh, to keep the attention. Cuts. The MTV mm-hmm. generation. Yeah. Well, it's, we're beyond that. I know, but yeah. that's where it all started. Damn now Nickelodeon Now it's the Snapchat and whatever, where it's like six seconds. Yeah. 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 I wish they we could go back to make movies like that. And the hard mm. part is, is if you go back and force to make a movie like that, then you're risking the you know your audience at the same yeah, time. Yeah, you can't but ask I, as much from yeah. from the financiers. You, yeah. you can't you say this is what we're going to plan on doing, but then you have to take into account the loss of the people who aren't going to be interested in seeing mm. this movie. Yeah, bastards. Mm. So it's bastards. Not as commercial. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But I do, I was okay. I mean, it was, I felt, I did get a little antsy watching the opening, you know, the first act. Right. Um, because it was slower than what we're normally used to. I mean, mm-hmm. like nowadays you're getting like the first 10 pages of just like yeah. boom, boom, pow, 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 right? Yeah. All in your face. Yeah, it's just all there. And then the inciting incident comes pretty quickly. Then end of act one pretty quickly. It's all within 25 minutes or so. But this one, it just, it was a slow build. And I loved right. all the little moments that you're, that you're articulating with this singular character, right? You got the, his first fight and then how much money he's actually making from that fight, <laughs> just right away setting that up, you know? And then you're taking this long ass walk where he's somebody in this town that he know that people know, yeah. right? Like everybody knows how was that right. fight? And he's like, oh, it was good, you know? You should have been there. You should have, exactly. You should have yeah, been there. You should have been proud of me. Yeah, exactly, I right? I he repeated that a that lot. That was to I me one of, the biggers, yeah, one of the bigger themes in here because he wanted his city to be proud of yeah. him. That's Absolutely. really what he wanted. Well, I you know? mean, but people from Philly are very prideful. We're right. a very prideful yeah, this is true. city. Mm. And I loved when I saw, you know, Obviously, when he runs, we know that he, you know, he builds the momentum. But even on the night of the fight, like every, everyone's out in the neighborhood and they're out drinking. And that's something exactly that would happen today in Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's, so that's cool. awesome. Everyone just being. So you don't get you. that on this on the West Coast, man. Like no. I grew up born here, you know that type right. of thing. Like you don't get that sense. I've I've right. I played football in college, so I flew into the East Coast and things like that. But you know, you're flying in, you're flying out. So I never right. really got to experience the East Coast. Right. But I feel like there's so much history because that is there the is. start of our country yeah. on the East yeah. Coast, right? Plenty. Here, Plenty you know, everybody came here for greed, to be honest, <laughs> right? Like everybody came here because of the gold Movies. rush. That's literally what and it was for. Rush. And the gold rush. What got yeah. everybody to the West was gold. Gold, yeah, motherfucker. So all of our, <laughs> all the West Coast is geared towards greed, in my opinion. That's but there's so not that funny. much history well, here. Well, yeah, because even though people came for the gold rush, who made the most money in that? Yeah, the person selling the shovels. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> true. So it's like opportunity. Super true. Exactly. <laughs> true. He's like, hmm. No, I'm not gonna go sell. I'm not gonna yeah, go no, no, no. gold. Do all that work. Like that's risky. This <laughs> is for sure. But I got this pan though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find gold. What are you gonna use to sift your gold with, bro? Yeah, exactly. So I think. <laughs> That's really cool because you don't have that here. You you do yeah. not get that here. And everybody that's here for sports is bandwagoners. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's why yeah. it's important for us to film there. Yeah. Um, to get that feel and that neighborhood, you know, togetherness. And, you know, it's, it's just funny because people from Philadelphia, if something's happening to someone like that, like Rocky, they feel like it's happening to them. Yeah, that visceral and connection. It's, it's all of us. Like, we are all going to win. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a cool. It's, it's a cool feeling. Yeah, and I mean, kind of just going back to Creed, I I love that he wasn't a bad guy. Right. You know, right. I mean, he was genuinely a good guy, wanting to give someone. I mean, he thought he was gonna beat them easily, but wanted to give somebody a little bit of the limelight. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. I mean, that was really what he was about. He wanted to put on a good show. I feel like he spent the money that he was advanced, pretty much. That's why he felt like he had to do this fight. <laughs> right. I kind of got that feeling where it's like <laughs> it's all spent. He's but, like, I have to fight this. I can't give it back. <laughs> yeah, I felt like, you know, that he, that the who a lot of the audience thought would be the antagonist wasn't mean-spirited. I thought right. that was really interesting. And right. I mean, just kind of props to Sylvester for the script to make the antagonist way more subtle mm-hmm. and more nuanced. Totally. Um, I thought that that was really interesting. Um, good job, Stallone. Good job, man. <laughs> love Stallone. I, love I fell in Stallone. love with Stallone all over again in Creed. I couldn't oh believe God, it. I know. it was Dude, so how did he not win for Best uh, Supporting I, Actor I for that locker it. scene? That, uh, oh. that was, I was teary-eyed by the end of that yeah. thing. God. I'm like, fuck you, Stallone. You got me, bro. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm in good. love with him all over again. Mm, yeah. It was. It shocked me. and I, I just love Stallone. So there you go. As you Done. should, because he's awesome. Absolutely. He's a very smart man. So what else do we want to talk about with I mean, with I think we covered a lot of the we covered yeah. a theme, a we covered the American condition. Well, who are we going to cast, guys? We didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. let's talk. Who would Ooh, I, I don't even actors. I don't even know. I don't Salone know. is a hard one. I Yeah, like who brain. who would that be? But who? see, with the say. first one, the first two Rocky movies was before he started doing HGH. No. So you could cast someone <laughs> pretty lean. <laughs> It wasn't until yeah, the but, third where you're okay, like, whoa, lean, he has like 25 Channing abs. Tatum. Yeah, no. That's like the closest no, lookalike, though, if you wanted to play in. He that. is the closest we'll lookalike. Dance, I agree right. with you. He's <laughs> the first guy that I thought about, Channing Tatum. But I'm really? like, no, yeah. but he's not Italian enough. He's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. You know, he's he's a, an amazing looking guy. I mean, he's gorgeous. But And so was Stallone. And, and Stallone still is. And um, But again, that that Italianist that I don't, it's yeah, just missing it, from, it is. from Tatum. But, and the but it's the, the first person that I thought of. I mean, like, I agree with from you. looks only, though, right? Like, yeah. And and but he's from the East Coast. He um, 
Yeah. He used to dance at this nightclub that I danced at in Atlantic City when they used to have guy dancers. <laughs> nice. Before he was an actor, he he danced there. It's amazing. He can really kill it. He's like. Serious. I fell in love with Channing yeah. Tatum off of Step Up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I watched Step Up with my wife, yeah. and I was like, "Damn, that dude's hot." Yeah. Maybe right. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You know what I mean? I got. I went home and started like trying to. Yeah, not that good. At it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried though. <laughs> yeah. But who would you say no? Do you have someone? In I- mind? I'm not happy with the casting. Like, I don't think it's perfect. <laughs> First off, it was hard because Creed was the contemporary version of Rocky. Right. You yep. know, and they nailed it there. So I'm like, if if it was almost a shot for shot, who would I try and get as close as possible to the original as opposed to contemporary? Mm-hmm. And I did Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, that is the guy in the Avengers Age of Ultron that's like the really fast one. Oh. Um, but really? also he was like know. in Kick-Ass and Godzilla. Um, to look him up. Yeah, yeah you have to yeah. look him up. Yeah. Um, but really? Yeah, I mean, because he, he has kinda... like a smart ass like persona, though. I don't. I never felt like Rocky's character was but that much you, of a smart ass. If you've seen Kick Ass, which if you haven't, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> he, okay. I'm right home. Yeah, yeah like, no. is whatever. Um, but he kind of plays the just kind of socially awkward, mm. but yet still ambitious. Right type of character like he wants to do really well but wasn't he also in uh american horror story first season oh. no oh somebody else <laughs> yes bastard that's the only season of it that i saw and <laughs> you know it's not him and i know it's not <laughs> um but th- once again i'm not super pumped about that but like that's the closest <laughs> I I that. No. It, it's a hard one stallone <laughs> yeah. is very yeah. hard a modern day stallone I yeah. don't know if that really he has exists. He's so East Coast that he's. Yeah. Just like, I think you'd have to find a new yeah. just person. I pretty like, much just like a no name that you yeah. can just. And then he's throw. a star. Exactly. Yeah. I agree mm-hmm. with you 100%. You know? on I had that. somebody, um, one of my have? really good friends in Philly, he's a boxer, blonde hair. He looks like um, Drago. And everyone told that <laughs> him, him that his whole life. So the part of Leo Spirino on Creed, um, he was supposed to be an Italian actor. He ended up being a Mexican. Mm-hmm. And. Um, he was supposed to audition for it and just didn't show up for the audition. Oh. What an ass. I, but he's not an actor or anything. He's he just like, totally he's in the box and he's a boxer. But sure. Because that character he didn't just, have many lines in that film. He was like, film. they're not going to can't. They're not gonna pick me. Like, I, I can't do this. I was like, they cast so many audition. boxers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he didn't end up going, but he definitely, he definitely would have booked it. And I was just disappointed that they casted someone that was Mexican versus someone that was Italian because mm. it was, this is a neighborhood film. And yeah. it's an Italian neighborhood film, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, you couldn't have found somebody. You know, because we have uh, a Anybody? big... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Come on, the there's a million of them. There. Come on, with all the diversity shit that's going on in Hollywood, though. You know what I mean? True. Like, true, true. Put a Mexican in there. But it was written I for an Italian. Can't. He was supposed to be Italian. <laughs> Leo Sporino was his name, and it was an Italian character. His dad was Italian. Like, it was written, because I read the sides for it, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be Italian. Oh. wasn't. <laughs> you should have kicked him in his ass and be like, just go. You just go Jeez. beat somebody up. Go, go do what you normally do. I would I could. He was... Uh, Please. So I think Crazy. after this, we all have to just stay here, work on an Italian <laughs> script, and just cast yeah. the shit out of it with a bunch of we Italians. Need like, we need it. That sounds know. like a good. That sounds like fun. I'm in. All right, yeah. let's do it. All right. Oh my god, like be so much on fun. It. Yeah. So, but even like with with Apollo Creed, it was a little bit easier just because I felt like you could use established actors mm-hmm. versus right. the others, which would have to be new people. And I actually cast Chadwick Boseman, Interesting. who currently is like playing Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But right. he was also the guy who played James Brown in the biopic Get On Up. Mm-hmm. So they ha- he kind of has that showman right. ship. I type cast of Ray thing. Lewis. Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis, the football player. Keep into the you tradition. Can, you think he can act? Carl Weathers is an athlete. <laughs> Hell yeah, I've seen that guy. Okay. Carl Weathers is an athlete. Carl Weathers was a, he was an NFL football player before he became an actor. Yeah, but that's like, 
small percentage of athletes can genuinely but they can act. still go but either they, way yeah, they're, exactly. sometimes they're just such jocks that they just like say the words and they just come out like the right. way that they would say them or they're like can't read and super like, awkward like very, reggie miller yeah just like <laughs> not but know? i think i think somebody <laughs> like uh i think the thing is with casting you got to find somebody that fits the the character's motif mm-hmm. yeah. right you know mm-hmm. so well, i feel yeah i feel like if you're bringing in somebody like carl weathers it's kind of like a showman and he was carl weathers basically was himself with a different name oh like, totally if you looked at all this how carl weathers used to play back in the day and right. all that stuff like he's basically himself <laughs> right, you know right. so if you can find an athlete that's in that that realm that can do the same exact thing keeping the old tradition of bringing in an athlete for an athlete mm-hmm. type of scenario right yeah. i think i think Smart. ray lewis could probably do it he can get away with it he has a good charisma on camera already you know and right. he kind of fits that gritty nature of the story and he's a showman and all that stuff so i think that could work while keeping to the tradition. I, for some reason, the first thing that came to mind was Jamie Foxx. I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. Jamie, for sure Jamie, totally see that. See that. 100%. And, Perfect. And, and, 100%. You know, greased yeah. up, you know, wouldn't be bad. He's he's no fit and things like that. He has that personality. And mm-hmm. he's an amazing actor, Jamie Foxx. Yes. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. There is a, uh, if you guys like listening to other podcasts, there's a Tim Ferriss podcast. And oh, I see. He does that listening to this podcast. This is the well, only one. If you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you mean this one episode? This only one. Fuck the other twenty-seven of these, um, but they interviewed Jamie Foxx, and he's just really, and he just sits at a piano while they're recording, oh and he's God. just, he's just the most talented bastards I've ever heard. Yeah, in my entire totally. Life. Like ugh, yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So Apollo for Polly was easier for me. I put Artie Lang. I could see, really, I could see, I could see that. Do we know who this? I don't know. No. He pretty much sounds exactly like Polly. Wow, um, he's he like a Pauly. comedian. He's mostly on like the Howard Stern's. I okay. think he. I mean, at least back in the day, he he's was still on there. He's still on there. He's but just very much like that. Sounds just, like him. His humor is very miserable, like <laughs> angry, right. grouchy. Right. Sounds just like Polly. Yeah. So I could see that. I could see that too. I love it. Um, and Mickey, I, I could not because I'm like I'm Robert trying to think De of. Niro. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Well, I was trying to think of some him. old actor where, you know, I see him and I think, like, how are you still alive? Mm-hmm. Like, right. that's kind of the, like, for Mickey, it's just like, he's barely hanging on. Yeah, he was a life. marionette, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, he's Rocky. there. He's like, come on, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> They're such classic actors, though. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it would they be are. really hard yeah. to They really put their signature on there. Like, I, I thought maybe for Paulie, maybe uh, Paul Giamatti. No, I didn't say his name right. You got it. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, yeah. Paul Giamatti, yeah. yeah I could, I could see, see that. that. Yeah, I could kind of see him getting a little he's gritty. He's pretty amazing. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's a great that, actor. He's yeah. got that, you know, Paulie kind of feel to his, you know, his body structure. And yes, like I mean, that. you get through the whining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you get through his whining, I think it'd be okay. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I just thought of him. I want Tony Sirico for one of the parts. Oh, I just love she him just to loves, death. She's like, let's just make <laughs> let's Stallone Tony Sirico. He wouldn't be a bad Paulie. Like, he'd be a little more comedic, but... He's uh, <laughs> if we make him, yeah, if he was a little older, maybe. I just love him. I want him for something. Put him in there. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. Walnuts. Whichever. <laughs> he owns the bar. Right. No. Did we have any other actors? For well, that? there was Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah, I could not think of anybody for that. Me. Because I'd want someone unknown. Anna Kendrick could probably play it. I was thinking that almost. Sort of. Yeah. Because you know. she plays such know. a good mousy yeah, character. Yeah, mousy. I was just gonna say yeah. that. Yeah. You know. Um, she plays something like that too in uh what's the one fifty fifty she plays the oh, uh, the therapist or the mm-hmm. dog you know what I mean mm-hmm. like she comes off kind of shy originally yeah, yeah I like that she's somewhat like that in End of Watch too yeah so I think I, I think she could work mm-hmm. kind of has the girl next door mm-hmm. quiet 
mm-hmm. aspect to it. I'm, I'm a really big fan of Kate Mara. She's like, yeah. and she's yeah. can, see that can be sort of mousy and kind yeah, of mysterious sure with some dark hair mm-hmm. and things. I just love her Nelson cards. So, and she's Italian, obviously. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but after watching her in house of car, Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, and then I was thinking about, I don't know if she's too much, too quirky, maybe like a Christina Ricci, like, you know, kind of like a drawn back mm-hmm. Christina Ricci. I don't know. That <laughs> like might a, be too like much. She's too weird. Wednesday Adams, Christina yeah, Ricci. Yeah. Yeah. She would have her. to be more Wednesday, Wednesday than Black Snake Moan <laughs> for sure. <Yeah. laughs> like, Whoa there lady, put on some clothes. <laughs> but I like Kate Mara. I do. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. I approve. Oh, that's cool. Thank you. I will say, going back to the movie, the one problem I have with all the Rocky movies is the his uh, fighting drives me nuts. Because I used to box, and like pretty much on day one, the rule is put up your dukes. Like, cover yeah. your face. And yeah. he just doesn't. He right. just lets his face get pummeled. I mean, no wonder in the fifth movie he has like brain issues. Because well, yeah. all he's doing is like, put your hands up. Put your like it bothers me so much to watch this because he's just like getting, getting hit, hit repeatedly, so and it's like yeah, but I think it Mickey fits though. Tell him to put him right. Sure, uh, but you know. coming from someone who used to box, it's like you would be in so much pain on the floor, so many rounds in before this round right. that right. just drove me nuts because literally all of the movies with him, he does not put up his dukes, <laughs> and that drives me nuts. Right. That's the well, only I mean, thing, though. Maybe it's uh, like some sort of a subconscious thing that like you're getting hit because you feel like you deserve to be hit. Yeah, maybe some sort of masochistic type of. And what does it mean? I think he just solved the problem. When he's left-handed, so it's called <laughs> something. It's called southpaw. Southpaw. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's you'd still put your hands up if you're left-handed. <laughs> but he had the uppercut. That was <laughs> yeah. But I think <sighs> like, you're still gonna put your hands up. <laughs> I mean, he likes gonna beat down. <laughs> you're still gonna put your hands <laughs> you're up. You're still gonna. <laughs> well, he likes black eyes. You're still gonna put your hands up. You're still probably gonna put your hands up. Yeah, but I think like that's the. I could just be pulling something out of my ass here, but he gets beat up on in the in the ring consistent to you how he gets beat up in the real world. In life, yeah. yeah. In life at the same yeah. exact time. Sure, we can you go know? with symbolism. I'm not that's arguing my, that. That's the well. only reason why I got away with it in yeah. my mind. Because I thought yeah. the same thing, but then I was like, well, may, they must have made this a choice. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. They must have. Yeah. Because Put them up, dude. How many times? Yeah, like, yeah how many times? Put, exactly. Can you put get hit? Dukes. Yeah. Hey, Sylvester. Agreed. You still keep Where on getting up. You still got to keep hey. on getting up. Keep on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So that was my probably my biggest just comp- I, just I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, I just didn't like the orchestration of the fights. No. Just, no, because like one punch and there's like a flail fling, you know, and it kind of <laughs> took me out of the illusion where like in Creed, I mean, they were doing these beautiful one takes yeah. within this and the mm-hmm. fight felt very real. I mean, he, I, he actually got knocked out. In that, um, when he got knocked oh, wow. out, yeah. he actually got knocked really? out. Really? They actually were hitting. Wow. wow. I didn't oh, even know that. Yeah, so he. Uh, that's what God. I thought the whole time I was watching. He got like, knocked how the, the fuck, fuck out. Did they film this <laughs> without actually like hitting each other and stuff like that? Like, it was all. Oh, yeah. It's way crazy. too real to, yeah. to have choreography. It was choreographed for sure, well, but right. they 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 went at it. So that's and the insane. cuts are the cuts it. were legit, you know. So they wow. they did it legit. Um, yeah. and that felt more visceral, more real. Whereas like the boxing in the first Rocky felt more Broadway. I feel only right. because of the the movements were so large. You know, when he yeah. got hit or knocked down or well, whatever. It was in the 70s. That's <laughs> true. dramatic. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, came a long way since then. Right? <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit. So <laughs> we've come a long way. 
Cool. Let's do a little bit of trivia here, even though we talked about oh. a bunch of The it. dog in the movie was his real dog. The dog was his real oh dog. Oh, my God. That was awesome. What was the dog's name again? It was so cute. Butt kiss? Butt Bub kiss. Oh, yeah. my God. That's amazing. That's going to be that my so dog cool. in our movie. I love Leo. it. Nice. I love yeah. Leo. Leo Hi, should Leo. be Hi, Leo. We're it. shouting you out, Mom. He is the best. Uh, <laughs> most of the scenes of Rocky jogging were shot gorilla style with no permits. Yeah. That's or, why all the people in the yes, back are looking like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is, what is <laughs> Yeah, because there weren't any extras or anything. Yeah. Oh so I thought God, that was... Amazing. That's nice. really tight. That is so cool. That's... Eventually... Tight. People, they're all so damn newsy. They're like, what's yeah, going what's, on over here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just wanted one of the guys to be like... Eh. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. thumbs up in the Mouthing background. Hi, mom, yeah. in the background. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so two producers did offer him 350000 for the script or for the rights for it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he turned it down because he wanted to star in it and they didn't want him to. They well, just wanted yeah, they all to told him no. Good yeah. for you, Stallone. Yeah, everybody right. told him no. That makes so. me love Stallone even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for him to make this movie was pretty gnarly. Basically, from what I've heard is that he ended up um, getting no offers tons and tons of no's 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 and then he's like well you know what i'm just gonna write my own movie and see if i can sell this thing and that's what he ended up doing and he got all these no's and then those few yeses that he got he was like i want to play this i wrote this part for me i know this character inside and out yeah he created his own opportunity and he told every you know everybody's like no 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 and then he found the one person was just like all right didn't he take like a pay cut though he did take a huge he took a huge pay cut to play that part wow yeah um and even when they they picked it up uh, United Artists, they thought it'd be like a $2 million feature, but mm-hmm. they wanted some name in the main character, and he's like, no, it's going to be me. So they actually shaved the budget down to a million. Jesus. So that's, Jesus. Yeah, so that's a lot of faith. I mean, and it ended up winning the Academy Award that year. Yeah, won three, wow. didn't it? Something yeah, like for best writer, score, best right, score, yeah. best writing, and that's best incredible. picture. Of course, best that score. Really yeah. Yeah. That's like the best oh, Rocky story ending. talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that the is the best Rocky story perfect. ending. Yeah, yeah the music. The music was phenomenal. I yeah. at the very least, as soon as you hear those first notes, you're just like, "Oh you fuck yeah!" Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go wiggle on into your scene. You're like, "Shit's gonna get down." Exactly. I'm working <laughs> out after this movie's over. Right. I want to do a workout. <laughs> I know it just. Awesome. I was eating pizza while I was watching, and I was like, fuck, this is bad. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do this. But I bought it already, so I'm going to do it anyway. When right. you finished off the pizza, you jumped up and down with your hands in the air. No, I was too You found a lot of steps around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, right upstairs. I ran, up, I ran around <laughs> my car. <laughs> so Sylvester Stallone actually really pushed for the scene where he's admitting his fears to Adrian, mm-hmm. even though they were behind schedule. Um, they're running far behind and producers just wanted to skip it but he thought that was the most important scene of the movie Absolutely. so he insisted on doing it I love that he just knew what he wanted and he was just yeah. this like, newbie that was like no you're gonna fucking do it my way or we're not yeah. doing this shit but here's the crazy part he did that whole scene in one take yeah, like, we one don't have time. enough time wow. so you get one take I didn't know that That's and if, yeah. it, if you nail it we'll keep it and if you don't we're moving on because so. they had to move on they had to like, I learned this is so super much today so he, isn't that crazy yeah. though I love it yeah. uh, during his audition Carl Weathers accidentally punched Sylvester Stallone in the chin nice. amazing and Sly was like yo take it easy this is just an audition take and, it and, and take it <laughs> easy, take it easy. <laughs> um, and Carl Weathers is like well don't worry you know when the real actor comes in that I'm playing against I'll do it or it'll come out oh, better oh no they oh. <laughs> yeah. and Sylvester Stallone's like no I'm gonna be the real actor and Carl Weathers goes you'll get better and and Sly offered him the role right then and there. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I like awesome. these little stories. See, Carl Weathers is a fucker, man. <laughs> like he knew he he knows he knows who he, he knows is. He, he has is, nothing yeah. to prove. Right. So I mean, 
He's just like, don't worry, you'll get better. You'll get better. <laughs> so wow. if you remember in the movie when Sylvester Stallone goes to the arena before the fight, like the night yeah. before mm-hmm. the fight, mm-hmm. and he sees the poster and he's like, "Those the, the, the trunks are wrong. The trunks are wrong. Yeah. That was actually a mistake in the production. I love oh, that. Where wow. uh, they actually made that wrong. And so he just decided to incorporate it Smart. into the script because it also kind of messes with his like confidence a little bit right just like throws them off they didn't like you're just a nobody you know that doesn't matter that you got your trunks wrong or right i love that scene in the philadelphia spectrum yeah even the robe (laughs) the robe was super baggy when they make a comment about that about how baggy it is that was also a mistake it came to them super baggy so he just decided to add it there's a bit of me that wishes the director just did that stuff on purpose to get into his own head (laughs) you know what i mean yeah he's like let's just mess with yeah yeah exactly let's keep him down exactly um, yeah. The monologue where Rocky's talking to uh, Mickey mm-hmm. when he, when Mickey comes to offer to help oh, him train, and Rocky's like, "That was all ad libbed." Oh, what that whole oh, wow. thing? And part of what he was inspired by is the bathroom they used for his apartment really did stink. <laughs> so that's why he added it's like oh it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> so besides winning, uh, it was also the highest grossing movie of that year. Yeah. Wow. So that's awesome. That just yeah. his vision. Way to you go. Know, it's mm-hmm. like. How better to prove your capabilities? Like I insist on all this, and look, yeah, he basically made you came more in. money than any other film this year. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome, United. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone actually quit smoking cigarettes because of this movie, um, because he kept getting out of breath. Mm-hmm. Thank God, cigarettes will do that. And another great mistake that I'm so happy was a mistake because I love this scene is the ice rink scene. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. There were supposed to be 300 extras. Wow. <laughs> but on the day when he showed up, there was only one extra. So yeah, Sylvester yeah. Stallone had to rewrite that scene with that guy that worked at the ice at rink. The, at the wow. rink, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. So, like, that it was, was just completely yeah. rewritten on the fly. It was kind of cute. It was kind of their first date and very private. Yeah, it was like, adorable. But yeah. I have to say, he was probably pretty pissed with uh, with some of the crew because like nobody nobody told me that. Right. 300 people, people aren't going to be here. Show. Like, mm-hmm. whose mistake is this? Mm-hmm. Right. But that's cool. And I, I just yeah, love what, that scene. I mean, 300 extra on top just, of that? There's so many. That, was, that, that would be that a was lot of people extras. probably putting on their skates, skating, things like that. And they're right. probably going to shoot around them. But I love that it's just them. Me yeah. too. It makes it a, such a better moment. And he doesn't have ice skates on. It's cool. No, that's yeah. great. <laughs> and I love He's that asshole walking. in the background. Eight seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm trying to impress my Philly. lady. Come on. <laughs> typical Philly. He was going home to eat his Thanksgiving dinner. And that's why that guy wanted to leave. Exactly. Thanksgiving. Uh, when shooting the scenes where Sylvester Stallone was punching the meat, mm. he was really punching it and it flattened out his knuckles. So even to this day, he has like flat knuckles because wow. of it. Wow. Yeah, that scene, I was just like, there's a couple of scenes. Yeah, some of them were like mm, breaking the ribs, especially yeah. when they're filming it for the news program. I'm just like, right. oh, that looks super painful. It was yeah. all the blood was like all over him, and it was his blood. Some of his, you didn't know if it was his blood or the meat's blood. You're like, whoa, a bit of both. Thank bit. God, yeah, raw mixture. beef doesn't have bacteria. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, so Burgess Meredith got the part because all the other actors who they were considering were were insulted because Sylvester wanted them to read for him. What? Wow. I bet they're sorry now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's all oh, hindsight, though, too. True. You know? You're like, nah, I don't know. It's like, do you know who I am? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear how you sound. Uh, prior to the role in the film, Sylvester Stallone was earning $36 a week as wow. an usher. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. The single most expensive cost in the film was makeup. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. Or all the sweat. Wow. Well, all the all the glycerin. All the yeah. Crystal knows all about the glycerin. That's pretty expensive stuff. It's not. Glycerin's actually really cheap, but um, probably just for the special effects stuff, like, uh, you know, the additional pieces that they have to put on for right. bruising and all that stuff. Is, to me, pretty expensive. Yeah. I yeah. mean, not super expensive, though, unless they really, I mean, well, back then, I, makeup's changed so much since then, right. so who the hell knows what yeah. <laughs> they did. Um, the This is the first sports movie to ever win Best Picture. Oh, nice! There you go. Which is mm-hmm. yeah, which makes sense. The film was shot in 28 days. What? Wow! Oh my god! What? I think part of wow. that probably helped during the the guerrilla style shooting. Yeah, because a lot of setting up, you know. Yeah. Shots, well, if you think about it, like I mean, that. there wasn't that much. I mean, the cinematography was was good, but it wasn't like the the best. You know, right. they did a lot of handheld stuff, which probably allowed their days to condensed down there yeah. wasn't a lot of really crazy and they made it look super gritty yeah that makes sense i couldn't then. believe it it was pretty amazing and the last one i wanted to say is sylvester stallone had originally wanted harvey keitel for polly i could mm. see that that'd be interesting I could see that too that'd be a young harvey keitel though pretty young yeah at that time but he was really in demand during that time because there's other films that we've yeah. done in the 70s and it's like they wanted harvey Keitel. everybody like, damn oh everybody i was thinking i was thinking for mickey actually it just came to me steve buscemi would be a crazy look that would be that would be great looking mickey yes yeah, That'd be good. yeah. i'd love yeah. him to be mickey because he does kind of look like a marionette what about <laughs> joe pesci <laughs> I was oh thinking that. Oh my God, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Right? Like he's like, he's super old now. That. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's kind of like growly himself. Yeah. You know, getting yeah, yeah, beat up yeah, by yeah. the McAllisters over good. and over again. What's the guy, the little guy, always sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah. I was thinking about him. Danny <laughs> DeVito could work too. Yeah. DeVito, yeah. He would be good too. The little guy. Little Who's the little so, one? But yeah, anything else we want to. Oh, one of the questions we always ask does it still hold up? And if it were released today as is, do you think it would do well? Yes. No. As, uh, oh, as is? As is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think so. There's a lot of people who haven't seen that movie. And, like, people of the millennial generation and things yes. like that. Like, you know what I mean? And, you know, I feel like a lot of people that we know have seen it because we're from the East Coast. It's just like a classic movie. Like, you have to. Yeah, well, like you're from movie, Philly. You're, born and you're probably a... issued it with your birth right. certificate. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> we were. There's a lot of people that haven't seen it. And I think it would it definitely do, like, extremely well. Oh yeah, definitely. We need movies like this. We need movies. We need like more that. of them. We need, yeah. Mo- yeah, we need more, more good underdog stories. Because Absolutely. the studios are making all these blockbusters, and it's just like, oh, God. I can't get behind a Captain America who's all souped up on with muscle juices. Right. And, you know, I'm like, you can't yeah. relate. Yeah, you like the one character relate. that I really connect to is uh, Hawkeye, and that's because that dude doesn't have like any superpowers. He just works really hard. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. he doesn't have any superpowers whatsoever. Yet he still is able to overpower a superhero. I'm like, Meh. yeah, that guy sounds more dope. It's more of a story, Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, and I think know, that's what made Creed so refreshing. Yeah, it's like yeah. we're oh going back to some to like what really matters, and it's the heart, and mm-hmm. it's you know that fire that's inside of you. I haven't been excited to see a movie in a long time, and that was a movie. I'm like, I cannot wait till this comes out. Yeah, I, I was actually skeptical. Really? Yeah, I thought it, they were just gonna. I thought it was gonna be like another offshoot well, of like the just, other Rocky movies. I was yeah. like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, to see Philly on film. Right. Like I yeah. sold out in in L. A. and. Um, 
as soon as I saw them like pan down on um, City Hall or whatever the shot was, I was just like shitting myself because I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, yes! Because every crew member that worked on that, like we work with all the time. Nice. And yeah. we worked on another project right after they were done filming Creed, so they're all on set with their fucking Creed swag, like, everything Creed bag, Creed polo That's shirt, amazing. Creed hoodie, everything Creed, was everything. Creed. Like guys, we get it. You fucking worked on Creed. <laughs> we get it. Okay. But they're Philly guys, and yeah, again, that they're pride. proud. Yeah. Oh they're God. proud pride. of their work, and they're proud of and their it was city, great. and yeah. that's how that goes. Yeah, nice. that's why we love them. Exactly. <laughs> you ask awesome. your crew to be like, "Hey, share the movie." And they're like, "Fuck your movie." <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's what's awesome about filming outside of LA. I mean, I yeah. love LA. I love it here. But yes. like, if you try and get permits or oh, different God. things, uh, everyone's like, "Good luck." Another movie. Yeah. But you know, you go to other locations. Like, oh my God, you want a street? Yeah, we can get you a street. You want two? We'll do, do whatever. Exactly. We'll get you whatever you need. Um, how Just much is this? Shoot what? Here. No. No, please. Yeah. Just yes. Exactly. They're shitting themselves just, excited for us to film our. Yeah, our, they're very excited. Who's going to be eating in my restaurant? Yeah, I'll clear this out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Screw whatever, those other people. They come here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the people from Philly, when I was home, it's, it's the answer always is whatever you need. Whatever like, you need. Oh, that's so good. It's whatever really cool. Need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm writing more movies outside of California now. Mm-hmm. Nice. Just, just well, I think my next movie I'm going to write in Arizona. Nice. And cool. just do that because they got good tax incentives and stuff like that. Yeah, anyway. they do. Just, yes, they I do. Hate shooting here. Yeah, in here the tax incentives are pretty Zilch? awful. You have to. Well, you have to get approved. Mm-hmm. Um, which, so Supergirl for the second season is moving to Vancouver because oh. they had the assumption that hey, it's CBS and Warner Brothers. We'll be able to get permits. So they started shooting here, and their proposal got rejected. Wow. So they got zero dollars. Oh and already it's a super expensive show. So now they're mm-hmm. moving it to Vancouver where there's tons of tax. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Right. And there's a there's a convention once a year in LA where it's the different states and countries and like where you can film. It's all mm-hmm. the film commissions. Oh, cool. And so you'll go there and you can talk to them and they'll tell you what the incentives are and pretty That's much pretty everybody's awesome. we should, Yeah. We should attend. Yeah, for yes. sure. It's it's yeah. great. I think um, if you're shooting movies over like two million, it's where the incentives are really worth it. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, because it's a it's a percentage, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of give and take. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, one of my films takes place in Hawaii because well, it doesn't take place, but that's where I want to film it. Right. Because <laughs> all of the islands are 25 percent tax incentive. What? The big islands 20 percent, but still, that's, that's better than. Yeah. I need to go home and write a movie about Hawaii. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just something in a tropical location. <laughs> Mine takes place Sandler. in the Philippines. Now. So, oh my God. but Hawaii right. now. Perfect for it. <laughs> so that's i mean when you when you're kind of figuring stuff like that and also talking with investors that's always good because it's like look here it's this amount of money but you're gonna get a fourth back immediately yeah you know and it and you pay out everybody else from that fourth anyway Mm -hmm. and you're like ta-da and it's really great to deal with locations where you know the local businesses want you to be there because it boosts the local commerce by Mm -hmm. a lot because the cast and crew are going to spend their money on food and things there my buddy was telling me that like when they he did like a five million dollar movie and they ended up taking their tax incentives they shot in like Minnesota or something Mm -hmm. like that they got like I think it's like 15% back so 15% of five million dollars they were able to give already interest and stuff back to their financiers right out of the awesome. yeah. right out of the no, gates. So super then they're just well, like, that's yeah, the exactly. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's return on exactly. investment. It's return and if you're right showing, away. you're yeah. getting that right away. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I I don't know why I would shoot in Michigan, where I'm from, but like that's like seventeen point five percent. Great. Think. Nice. So I mean, just all. I can move. We can shoot in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can work that out. All right, sounds good. But yeah, so like every state's trying to find ways to bring it in, except for mm-hmm. the big five are like, mm, you're gonna come here anyway. Yeah, makes sense. So yeah. Well, that's right. awesome, guys. So uh, let's do plugs. Sure. I mean, we kind of talked about, but 
let's remind everybody what what's going on with you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turkey's almost done. The turkey, Ding. the turkey, exactly. I like that sound. Um, yeah, the turkey's almost done, so we have a few days left. Please, the twentieth, so yes. Friday, right? Yeah, yes, Friday. Please go on to Indiegogo.com and search "Turkey's Done." Nice, and we will have the description. I'll, I'll put both for the Indiegogo and the Facebook. Page. Perfect. Cool. I'll put That's that in the description. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Gary, Noah. what you got? Uh, I think we're going to move forward on the timeout live stuff, oh, cool. uh, which okay. is going to be good. I did a web series called timeout. Basically nice. is it's about a bunch of weekend warriors bitching at each other during a timeout. <laughs> so the whole show takes place just during a huddle. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it. There's just stupid idiots. It's nothing about basketball. Uh, none though. of it is about basketball. <laughs> no, like one, one episode is about a turkey sandwich and some dude losing a testicle. Oh, um, I love it. Well, all right. <laughs> we're in. Um, so we're, we're working on that. Uh, I think we're going to do a timeout live uh, show. I think we're, slating for june something like that they are um they're all comedians on the show nice. so we're mm-hmm. like well let's just do a stand-up show and we'll get everybody out there and we'll show the actual web series and then we'll have the characters kind of come out on stage and do stand-up sets that mm-hmm. way so that we kind of generate interest so we're going to be doing That's that awesome. in, in june and yeah. then june 7th through the 9th we're into the new media film festival in la so we're going to be premiering over there that's right you did good. get into yeah we got into that one which is pretty nice i was like have you submitted to other festivals? We did. We got into two other ones. One was like the LA Cine Fest and, uh, oh crap, I can't remember the other one. Congratulations. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, so that's pretty much what we're working on. And I'm working on the producers right now. I think we're going to go do a writer's retreat to write six, season two, which should be pretty fun. Writer's cool. retreat. I like yeah, that. So you, yeah, fancy. it's fun <laughs> to do that <laughs> show. Basically, it's just a bunch of us smoking weed and, <laughs> and right. bullshitting, really. Exactly. Um, but you can find all that stuff out at timeoutseries.com. Which we'll also have in the description. Look below. <laughs> <laughs> Look down. Awesome. You? And, and just well, just with upon further review, you know, check it, check us out on Twitter, UFR Podcast, mm-hmm. um, and then on iTunes. Make sure to rate and review. That really helps us out a lot. I'll do, do it. it. I'm awesome. gonna do it too. Perfect. Yeah, it'd be Thank helpful. You. Yeah. Um, yeah, so make sure to subscribe as well. And just with my, I mean, my description will be on there, but um, my Twitter is at the Noah Kinsey. He has like so. five million followers. Exactly. <laughs> you need to follow him. So yeah, I, I mean, don't think he'll listen to me if I follow him. Though he has all these other people talking to him. <laughs> no, I'm very interactive. I'll have you know. That's yes, good. he is. He is. I have like no. thirty notifications. I think they're all from him. Yes, and I I'm the worst. It. Which Twitter? I don't even check it. But I was like, did you check your Twitter today, doll? I know. Like, have a I lot of notifications. I'm still going to encourage people to follow you, even if you're not on there. So <laughs> it's fine. Noah's so great. Yeah. He's like, well, so supportive. In like six months. So, so thank you, Noah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're supportive yeah. of your Absolutely. projects too. Awesome. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. It's really nice hearing you know people from Philly talking about a movie that was shot in. Philly and a couple of chicks are doing. thrown yeah. in here. Yeah. So two guys, two chicks. All right. It yeah. works. It works yeah. out. It's all uh-huh. good. Everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other stuff going on. About. <laughs> only hand stuff, though. Only hand yeah, stuff. Yeah, just, just that. It's classic. <laughs> it's, it's tasteful. <laughs> no, it's not. No. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, that's what's all next, I got. What's next week? What are you this, doing The next, next week? week? I don't have anything for next week yet. I still want to make it a surprise. Oh, shit. All right. Well. <laughs> nice. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you much. All right, cool, Bye-bye. man. Thank you. <laughs>